Hey guys, it is actually currently Monday when I'm filming this, well, recording this, because it's 12.08. Um, I did so much stuff today, just catching up from the weekend, and also, I hope you guys had a great Halloween weekend, and did whatever you wanted, and went out, or partied, or hung out with friends, or just sat and watched movies, whatever it might have been, I hope you guys just had an amazing weekend overall. I know I did. It was really great to just, I don't know, I just love fall. So it was just great to be in my apartment or go out or see people. And it was overall a really good weekend. So I hope you guys had a good weekend too. This episode, um, I kind of decided on a whim because I have like a list of notes um, of like what to talk about and like subtopics within that um, that I kind of like whenever I think of something for the podcast, I just write it in my notes so I can just look back on it whenever I'm getting ready to film one or in the mood to film one. And I can be like, oh, perfect. I'll just do this topic in case, like, I can't think of anything. But this one wasn't written down, but I felt like I've been going through it a lot, I guess. So I'm like, okay, I feel like this would be really good to give advice on it. This episode is going to be about being the bigger person and why it is always better to be the bigger person in every single circumstance. Now, when I say, like, being the bigger person, that means taking the more mature route when you are disagreeing with someone, arguing with someone, just having a conflict with someone else or a couple of someone else's, like, in a group of people, it is always better to take the more mature route. Now, growing up, um, in junior high, I didn't really go through any drama. I know a lot of people go through a lot in junior high. Um, I didn't really go through that much in junior high. I was just kind of awkward and just kind of did what everyone else did, you know? Like, I don't know. I wasn't really my own person, but, I mean, I'm 13, and you're influential when you're 13, so I don't know. But in high school, I did go through a lot, and I went through a lot of girl drama and boy drama. I feel like all of us girls go through that at some point in our lives, but I went through a lot of girl drama and I did not handle things maybe the way I should have um obviously now that I look back I'm like oh probably shouldn't have done that but it's not like I lost friends that were they're not friends that I miss now because I realize they weren't really my friends um I truly believe that everyone in my life that is no longer in my life well one it happened for a reason and two I'm okay with it. You know, maybe at the time it hurt really bad. I know especially one particular friendship, when we kind of broke things off, it kind of dragged on and I was kind of left in the dust with it. That was probably my most painful heartbreak I've ever been through, honestly. Um, But like, I don't know. I, I don't really miss any of those people because I realized like, Looking back, when you're out of the situation, it's so much easier to do this. But when you look back, you're like, oh. Then you can finally see clearly how the friendship really went. You don't just see all the good times. You see bad and good. But looking back, I'm like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Or maybe I should have just sat down and talked with her. Or, you know, like, maybe I should have just been more mature about the situation. Granted, 
I was a sophomore in high school and now I'm a sophomore in college. So I've had a lot of personal growth and I found a lot of better friendships in my eyes. I've been better about making friends and I realize what I should and shouldn't put up with when making friends or just making acquaintances or whatever it may be. Um, I've been getting way better about those things and I still am working on it. I feel like no one can ever master the art of making perfect friends all the time because no one's perfect but here's the main reason why being the bigger person is always better in every circumstance once again when I refer to being the bigger person I mean like making the mature choice like the mature choices of the situation like not going off on people not creating more drama because you think it's fun I used to do that all the time like when I was in high school if I was fighting with someone I remember my current friend I'm literally friends with her right now and I remember we went through so much petty drama that could have all been avoided but we were both drama queens and we loved to argue and I'm like why did I why did we do all that like for what reason and now she's like one of my closest friends and I'm like why did we go through all those years of fake hating each other when all we could have done is just sat down and been like hey I shouldn't have said that and I'm sorry and she would have said the same thing and have been like oh boom, friendship, friends again, I don't know, it's, girls are weird when it comes to that stuff, but, (laughs) just to put it, like, simply, if you make the more mature choices in an argument, or a decision, or in your mind, every, okay, everyone wants to be right at all times, I think that's why every, there's so much drama, you want to be right, you want everyone to be like, I'm on your side, you did the right thing, you know, you went off on her and you were right and all this stuff. But if you make the more mature decision and everyone around you knows that, aren't you automatically right? Like in your own mind? I don't know. If someone's screaming at me and I just look at them and I say, okay, how are we going to solve this? Um, If anyone did that, I'd be like, yeah, the person that wasn't screaming and throwing a fit was definitely in the right. You know, I don't know. Having a mature approach pisses people off people get mad when you're mature about things like if someone's yelling at you and you just don't react at all even when you want to like that makes people more mad because it makes them look bad that they're the ones going off on you another reason that you should always be the bigger person other than feeling like (laughs) because everyone wants to be right feeling like you're right and you did the right thing It's just knowing that you did the right thing. Like, I know everyone wants a sense of, oh, I'm right and you're wrong. But even just thinking past that, like, I was in the right, like, I made the right decision. And just being content with that, like, instead of, you know, like, everyone's like, oh, me sitting in the shower wondering what I could have said different in that argument two years later. Like, you will not do that if you handle things more maturely. Like, You will not go and sit in your shower and be like, oh my god, she said I hate you, I should have said I hate you more. Like, you're not going to do that because you're literally going to take your shower in peace knowing that you made the right decision to be more mature about something. And you may be like, Maddie, how do you convince yourself to be more mature in a situation? Because it's so hard, you know, to be the bigger person. It is, and you're right. It is so hard sometimes. You really have to bite your tongue. And it is literally taking me... Oh my god. It's taking me up until probably like 
my freshman year of college or even past that like this year to like know deep down that I'm making the right decision by not going off on someone or not yelling at back at someone or not sending a snarky text message to someone like it is just so much better to just be nice about the situation even when (laughs) you would rather scream at someone like it is just so much better and you feel so much better about yourself knowing that you handled things so good but here is my tip okay for how I kind of flip my mindset on why I should be more mature in conversations disagreements you know things like that when people get mad at you or upset with you and they argue with you or they scream at you or they're rude to you you have to tell yourself they are projecting their insecurities onto you now You can't be like, oh, she's upset with me. It's all her fault. She's just insecure. No. Chances are you might have done something that pissed someone off. Like, they're not going off on you for no reason most of the time. There has to be, like, some teeny little thing that might be blown out of proportion. But, you know, unless, I don't know, some people are crazy. Who knows? Some people are just mean. But you can't blame everyone's insecurities for everything. But you can say in your head, right before you're about to blow up on someone or yell at someone or send someone to... A mean text you can be like you know what why would I let someone project their insecurities onto me and why would I project mine onto them when people are mean to you they're projecting their insecurities onto you when people are jealous of you or they have backhanded compliments I have had so many friends that give the most backhanded compliments and I'm no longer friends with them anymore But it just makes you feel so horrible about yourself. That is them projecting their insecurities onto you. And they don't even realize it. Like, and each one of us has done it before. Like, I will say something and looking back, I'll be like, oh my god. I should have never said that. Like, I didn't mean it. Like, to be backhanded, I was just not feeling that great about myself that day. Or, like, maybe I was under the weather or something, you know? Another reason to take the more mature route or to convince yourself that you're making the better decision to not fight back is just simply the fact, and to be blunt, to put this bluntly, that they'll shut up sooner. <laughs> like, if you're going back and forth in a screaming match, you know how long those last because you're just screaming at the other person or texting battles where you're just sending the meanest text messages you can think of back and forth till you quote-unquote win the argument. You don't think the other person's thinking, oh, I need to win this argument too? Like, those are never ending. So, when you choose just an either one, not reply to them. I'll just take it the texting route because I've been talking about like screaming matches all the time. And I feel like our generation definitely fights way more over text. Say you choose the route just not to respond. That makes people so mad when people don't respond to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, you should have just responded to me. You know, like how hard is it to send a text? But... I'll just slip this in here, a little piece of advice. No response is a response, okay? So say you're texting your best friend and you're going through a rough patch and you guys are fighting back and forth. She Snapchatted a guy you liked and you told her not to do it and she did it anyways and you found out that she was Snapchatting him. 
and you're battling back and forth over text and she's like, I didn't do anything. And you're like, well, you shouldn't have done it and blah, 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 blah. Now she sends some really mean message projecting insecurities onto you. Like, oh, well, he likes me more. He does this, blah, blah, blah. I like him more. Just back off. If you literally just don't respond, what is she going to do? Other than sit and dwell on her last message and be like, oh, shouldn't I, should I have not said that? Uh, what is she doing right now? Why is she taking so long? Like, and you can just sit there and be like, okay, I'm just going to wait till this cools off. People hate when you wait to respond. I, uh, this is literally the best example um, where I took the mature route probably for the first time in my life. I, okay, here's the thing about me. I love drama. I do not like having drama in my own life. I think drama in my own life is the stupidest stuff literally ever because I hate fighting with people. I hate it. I hate confronting people now. When in high school, I I would confront someone about anything. Like, I did not care. Where now I'm like, I don't want to confront people. Like, I don't have the energy to do it. Nor do I want to waste my energy doing it. And that'll be a whole nother episode on how to use your energy wisely. (laughs) But anyways, back to my real life experience. Over the summer, my literal best friend and I went through um, one of our only fights. We never really fought. And we went through kind of like a, a fight. And she was being very hurtful and very mean. She was very hurt by something I did. And I didn't see why she was being that mean over it, but she did you know, different perspectives, and it was very, she was very emotional, I was emotional, it was this whole thing, and I was like, okay, let's meet up and talk about it, and then I let, she literally went off on me, like, said all these really mean and hurtful things, I even sent some back, and then at the end of it, I was like, you know what, we either meet up, or I, I don't know what to tell you, because we were leaving for college soon, and we finally came to the conclusion that we're gonna meet up and talk, Now, when you're fighting with someone over text, one, it's so stupid. Just meet up with the person. If you care enough about the person and you care about the outcome of this argument, you need to meet up in person with this, with this person. You need to meet up in person and talk about shit because you could risk losing your friend. Texting is so stupid when it comes to that stuff. Like, why would you text someone and be like, I hate you? If you can't say it, this is the the feeling I've always had. If you cannot say it to my face, then I literally will, it will not have an effect on me if you can't say it to my face. If you text something to me and it's literally the most hurtful thing you've ever said or ever meant to say, it will not bother me because you never once said that to me. You never looked me in the eyes and said it to me. Have you looked me in the eyes and said that shit? <laughs> yeah, we'd have a problem because I would be very, very, very upset. But my friend never said these things to me and never brought up half of the things that she brought up to me. And I was like, what? You know? Then we sat down and talked and it just, I don't know. I didn't feel very relieved of the conversation, but we came to a good agreement at the end and it was fine. Then a couple, like not even a week later, another thing happened and she kind of was hypocritical on why she got mad at me. And did the same thing that I upset her with two separate times. 
I didn't really care about the first time. I was like, okay, whatever, we make mistakes because I didn't want to lose my friend over this stupid shit. Like, why would I lose her over this? We've been friends forever. And then she pulled it again, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the mature decision to end things. We're both going our own separate ways anyways, and I ended things. I probably spent... This is how I know I made the right decision. I probably spent a day wondering, literally like a day, wondering if I made the right like choice or not. And then she finally responded um, in a way I didn't think she would, but she did. And it kind of gave me closure as to why I made that decision to end things. I made the mature decision to sit down and talk with her instead of being mean over text like I like she started like I was doing I was engaging I'm not gonna be like oh yeah she was so mean to me and I did nothing no I was mean back like I said a couple of really mean things too but I stepped back and I was like we talked this out or I'm not texting you and we talked it out and things ended the way they did and I truly do believe that they were meant to end that way and meant to end the day they did and she may think differently but in my eyes I'm okay now and I really realized a lot of things um, about that friendship that have carried with me, you know. And I'm never going to forget her, and I don't hate her by any means. But I feel way more relieved knowing that I, t- I was the bigger person in my eyes throughout the whole argument and conversations we had. I was the bigger person. I let her you know, yell at me, and I just sat there, and I just didn't say anything, and when she was being mean over text, I, you know, I stopped sending mean text messages, and I was like, okay, we need to talk this out, or we're not getting to the end of this. Sometimes you have to bite your tongue and be the bigger person, because you know what? In the end, you are always going to be more content, always, and you'll just know that you weren't rude, And you won't spend the whole night thinking about what you should or shouldn't have said, you know? Because if you just smile and say, okay, you know, like, how are people supposed to respond to that? And they'll stop yelling at you most of the time. It's always worked for me. I just go, okay, Mm mm-hmm, yep, and I just walk away from it. Most of the time, it's better than not. Another thing, not so much, it's also being the bigger person, but it's not so much argument-wise, it's being confrontational. Now, I've had some people I've had to confront this year, and I'm like, I literally hate being confrontational. It makes me anxious. Like, I have never been more anxious to confront people in my life because I just don't have the energy to confront people anymore. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, if I don't see things really changing, then I don't say anything. And... Maybe that's good, maybe that's bad, but I always find, even when I'm, like, all worked up about things, I just be nice. (laughs) Like, I don't know how to say it. Just be nice about things because I've gotten in, not an argument, but kind of, like, a tense conversation with someone this year, and I kind of got, you know, quick to defend myself, and I got in defensive mode, and, you know... No one's nice when they're being defensive. Not a single person can be defensive and be nice. I just, when you're put in that awkward spot where you're kind of pushed into a corner and you just are like, no, I'm not doing it. Like, I don't feel like there's a great way to be nice about it. So I wasn't that nice. And it things just did not go good for that. 
and now things are going great. You know, things aren't, like, incredible with this person, but it's, like, to the point where we're okay. Like, I'm not constantly anxious over it or, like, oh, my God, is she coming? What are we going to do? You know, like, it's not like that anymore. And now it's more like, oh, how, what's up? How are you? Like, you know, it, it's that sort of thing now. Just because now I'm nicer about things. Like, I don't feel like if I get confronted I don't have to be defensive anymore because I'm like okay you know I don't know it's different for every circumstance but now I feel like I have to be less defensive and that is a great feeling and also just making the mature decision to be like just be nice just be nice about things I'm never left to like dwelling on things wondering about things I'm never anxious about it I'm like oh okay that was it and then it just ends the feelings and thoughts about that conversation end when the conversation ends. That's the best part. If you guys take anything away from this episode, it is just be the bigger person. Even though it is always harder to be the bigger person, it will always make you feel better deep down. You will feel better about yourself if you're just the bigger person. So... Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will see you guys again next week. Have an amazing day or night, whatever time you're listening to this, and bye, guys.